Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to the campus of St. Vincent College here on Sunday, August the 13th. It's a Sunday show, a Sunday edition of the Steelers Blitz, our final weekend practice of this edition of Training Camp 2023 here in terms of the public portion here at St. Vincent College. It's another beautiful day in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Sunny, Hot, but not too hot, right? Not like it was down in Tampa on Friday night, certainly where things were bubbling, things were boiling down there. 97 degrees, it felt like 110, 120 at different points. It's nice August Western Pennsylvania weather here today. Low 80s, enough cloud cover, right, to give you some reprieve from time to time in what should be a, a very large crowd here in anticipation of, of course, the Steelers' final weekend practice. It happened fast, didn't it, folks? It, it really did. Um, I mean, you know, J- July 26th, we all report out here, the 27th, the first day of practice. You look at the schedule and you're like, man, with three and a half weeks of training camp here. Uh, well, here we are heading into the home stretch, heading into the final week. The Steelers will practice today about 50 minutes or so from now, a little over 50 minutes, 1.55, the uh, the kickoff time, if you will, of this afternoon's practice. The team will have off tomorrow, scheduled day off on Monday, and then they'll hit it for the next three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that will wrap up this, again, the St. Vincent College portion of training camp. Of course, uh, this week as the team gears up for the first and only uh, preseason game at Acrisure Stadium this summer, this preseason. Uh, those Buffalo Bills making the trip down 79. Well, I mean, they'll be flying. But, you know, in theory, making that trip down 79 to uh, to take on the Steelers Saturday night, 630 and, uh, and the Steelers' second preseason game, again, the only one at Acrisure Stadium uh, in this preseason edition. The Steelers successful in their first preseason game on Friday night, 27-17. The, uh, the final as they get a victory down there at Raymond James Stadium against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, a solid team win for the Steelers. I thought you saw uh, different quarterbacks you know, leading uh, successful drives. Obviously, uh, a lot of excitement about what the first-team offense did in their only crack at it, uh, going 10 plays and 83 yards in just a little over five minutes to give the Steelers uh, the lead. Uh, but you saw some good stuff from Mason Rudolph as well, too. We got a really good uh, kind of first uh, real in-stadium look at Tanner Morgan um, as there was a, a lot of different names involved on both sides of the football, a lot of observations that we'll go through here uh, as we roll along uh, on this show today. No Arthur Motes. I'm solo here on the Blitz with you guys until 3 o'clock, and uh, so you know that we will have plenty to get to as we uh, as we roll along here. And have Rosie Nix join us in just a second. We'll have Dwayne Woodruff for you guys coming up here in about a half an hour or so on another busy day of practice here on the campus of St. Vincent College uh, as we uh, anticipate what will be the 13th public practice here for the Steelers. Joining me now at uh, the Chuck Knoll Field Press Box 
is uh, Rosie Nix, a man who needs no introduction, former pro bowler, Steelers cult hero in a lot of ways. What's up, partner? How you doing? <laughs> What's going on, baby, man? Appreciate you having me. It's a of nice course. Day. Thanks for doing this. A nice uh, day is St. Vincent, man. What, what's day. it like to be back here? What are those emotions? What are those memories? Man, I haven't been back to uh, Latrobe, St. Vincent since my last camp. And uh, it's honestly, you know, it's good being on this side, seeing all the fans and everyone coming back and saying, you know, they miss me and stuff like that. But it's always good to see people, you know, especially the, the, the guys who make everything shake, like, you know, Brandon mm -hmm. and Chin and everybody like that, you know, the people that really make it home for you. But um, I love Pittsburgh. I love this city. I love the um, the fans here. I just love the atmosphere. And, um, you know, I believe this. So, it's good being back, you know. You talk about that family atmosphere. You know, yeah. we, we hear that. It, it doesn't matter, you know, if we're talking to Steelers from the 70s or 80s, if we're talking to somebody much more recently like yourself. Is that is that just something that the, the Roonies have fostered here? I know Mike Tomlin involved in that as well, too. Why does everybody always come back to that word family when it relates to the Steelers? I think you have to. I think I, I'm not even sure of the history. I think how many years have people been come at the training camp here? Uh, since this early 70s. I think nine, I want to say 69 or 70 was the first year. So we've been here for decades. 50, 60 years yeah. now. So, yeah. I mean, just that in itself is just culture, you know, and with culture comes family. So I think, you know, having the fans here and just just knowing so much blood, sweat, and tears have been put on, literally blood, sweat, and tears have been put on this field, all of these fields over here for for centuries. It's just, it's just a – it's almost a blessing to just be in it, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So everyone's just cheerful. Everyone's trying to just, you know, take it all in. You were obviously a part of a, a few other training camps, your time in the NFL, I think Atlanta and Indianapolis, if, if I'm correct there. What's the, the tangible benefit of, you know, the Steelers are now, there's only three other teams in the league, so four total that still go away from their facility yeah. for training camp. And I believe the Steelers and the Cowboys are the only ones that actually stay somewhere. You know, the, the other two teams, Kansas City and Buffalo, still going, you know, they're just a couple miles away from their facility. Yeah. What's the benefit of being in a setting like this, in the dorm rooms, kind of, you know, eating and, and sleeping and breathing football with all your teammates? Um, I think specifically here, I think you get to draw in that you know the 70s and 80s I think you get to relate it a little bit in your own way whichever way that may be knowing that the the generational greats before you play here so I think waking up here specifically and walking down the same hill as some of the legends and greatest players of football I think here gives you a little bit of extra boost um I think ultimately when you pull the team away from somewhere they're comfortable and you make them get comfortable here mm. um I think that it draws you together in, in the in the weirdest ways, uh, in the most collective ways, I just think that uh, just being in this this environment just brings the best out of you at all times. And there's a standard here specifically. You know what I mean? From the grass to mm -hmm. the food to every, there's a standard here specifically that you have to withheld. And I I think that's that's something to fight for here. Uh, absolutely, Rosie Nix with us here on Steelers Nation Radio. So of course the. The kind of big thing I wanted to talk to you about here today is uh, Kendrick Green, his position change, right? Something you went through as well, too. Uh, I'm not sure for our listeners who might not be familiar. Uh, you know, you were an all-conference linebacker in college. D-tackle. D-tackle. Sorry, that's right, D-tackle. But defensive side of the football mm -hmm. and then end up becoming a Pro Bowl fullback here in Pittsburgh. Obviously – a little different in the sense of at least Kendrick Green was on the offensive side of the football. But let's start with just what was that transition like for you? What do you remember at first from going to the defensive side of the football to fullback? Well, 
they didn't switch his position officially. Not they? officially, but he's been doing a he's, couple plays. A few, like he has been working with the running backs here at camp. Obviously, we didn't see anything Friday yeah, in stadium, yeah. but he's had multiple days here working with the running backs and fullbacks, and has even gotten a couple passes and a couple touches as well too. Oh, I mean, shout out to him and his athletic abilities. You know, I mean, that's a, a you know, that's a, a freak of nature being yeah. able to do some stuff like that. Um, ultimately, I think, you know. If he's preparing, like you say, doing drills and ball securing stuff, I don't see what the problem is. I'm obviously a fan of people being able to be multi-position. The more you can do, right? Do do more things. So um, I know that they wouldn't put him on the field if he wasn't prepared to do that. So him doing the drills and working with the the right groups of people to get that done is a a testament to his athletic ability and, um, you know, his desire to be the best that he can be. So I support it especially if they believe in it and mm-hmm. they, they work in it. I don't see what's wrong with it. Somebody believed in me. Um, you know, I don't know. I think that's cool. I, I, I would – I think it'd be hard to tackle him oh, if he got the with, ball. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you see it at practice today, he's yeah. he's a bruiser without so a doubt. if it works, it works, you know. Absolutely. And, hey, you always you always need more versatility, right? No question. Um was it when you made that switch from from defense to offense? Was it was it more mental? Was it more physical? What was kind of the the biggest thing you had to work on? Man, when I got cut on hard knocks in the Falcons at training camp that first year playing offense, period, um, my rookie year, that was that was tough mentally to play to play fullback. I didn't know anything about offense. Sure, I didn't sure. know protections. I didn't know lingo, terminology, just specifics. I was a defensive guy my whole life, so. That was tough mentally. Um, it showed, you know, me being the first cut on, on Hard Knocks. But um, that second time around, I came here to Pittsburgh, tried out as linebacker. Coach T moved me to fullback. I kind of took the mental approach to this one, and I was like, all right, this is a little different different situation. It's a little bit different football here in Pittsburgh. I, I can work with this. I can do something with this. And uh, just as you say, they prepared me. They got me together. They um, – you know, we did the drills, we did the drill work, we did the practice on it, and it turned into something super successful. So, And sometimes all it takes, right, is someone who believes in you in those settings. You know, we've, we've seen you make that transition successfully here. Alejandro Villanueva, right, yeah, who was yeah, who was a defensive man. lineman when he was in Philly and then comes he, here and ends up being a, a pro bowler as receiver well. Receiver in, in college, in college so. at Army. Yep. And, and a, I mean, I got to believe, right, a, a huge part of that then is the coaching in these settings, what you get in the position rooms, what you get in the walkthroughs, and then and then obviously in the, the public practices no, out here a, as well. It's for sure collective, and, and ultimately it comes down to the player if he's willing to to make that sacrifice and ultimately dive in as deep as he can go into that position. So um, I think here specifically in Pittsburgh, we've always had an eye to find that talent, whether it be the overlooked talent or the undersized talent or the talent that was converted to another talent like we're speaking about. But um, it's here. It's it's what goes down in, in Pittsburgh. That's how that collective like I was talking about earlier just knowing that you even have the ability to make that transition just as so many people before you you know have attempted or tried so I think all of that there's a blueprint there there, there's a this is a place for a blueprint like that I think you know we're just speaking to 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 you know St. Vincent and Latrobe when you, you know, when you first got back here, when you think of this place, do you have a, a memory or a story or maybe something funny, maybe a, a struggle? What, what, what's kind of your you know, the first memory at the forefront for you when you return here? When, when you think about this setting, man, my first 
my first training camp was we played in the Hall of Fame game. Okay. So longer training it was camp. A longer training yeah. camp. I was a rookie. I didn't have a position, so I was doing all the reps. Um, but I just remember like my first couple of days, like wow, all these fans really it's come crazy. out every day for football. They sit on this hill, and we really have to come to work every day here. And uh, I just remember the hill. And finally getting some rank where I was like, I don't have to ride, walk up the hill anymore. <laughs> I can get on the golf cart, right? Golf cart. So just like little things, you know, like little things like that. Like, damn, we got to walk up this hill after practice. <laughs> and it's but, 90 degrees outside. <laughs> you know, the vets is on the golf cart. So now, you know, once once I started making my way and getting familiar, you know, I became to appreciate everything that, you know, the small wins, the dorm room, sure. the bed and food and all that stuff. So. You know, it just brought back a lot of memories, you know, some good, some bad. Um, there was a lot of long nights. Sure. A lot of long, stressful days and sleepless nights, painful nights. So it's just a – it's just a over – it's just a lot of emotions, good, bad, success, you know. So it's a, it's a, it's a nice – it's a nice thing. You mentioned some of those injuries you're dealing with and sleepless nights and, you know, trying to, to recover and take care of yourself while you're sleeping in the dorm rooms. They're now coming down the home stretch of this, right? I mean, Thursday, you know, today's Sunday, entering the final week of camp here. They've been at this for three weeks. They've had a preseason game now on the road down in Tampa. What's kind of the the mindset, the feeling at this point when you can, you know, you can see maybe the, the finish line for, for getting back home, getting back to the facility, but you know you still got to take care of business here for, for four more practices. Um, I think right now there's really starting to be a separation, mm-hmm. um, especially – after these, you start tagging on these preseason games and stuff, you know, guys start becoming more um, aware of what may the potential situation be for their career. So I think that now people are becoming, this is getting real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people are going to start going Roster home. cuts are coming up soon. and Excuse yeah. Excuse me. People are going to start going home. People, you know. It's going to start firing up a little bit. It's going to start becoming very clear and evident what my role or your role on this position on this team is. So, um, and that in itself is stressful, especially if you're trying to make the team. Absolutely. You know, so if you're trying to, if you're one of those guys that you don't know right now, you probably count numbers. You probably, you know, seeing what's going on in the training room. You probably, you sure, know, sure. stressing yourself out in ways that you really can't control it. But that's the nature of the beast. You know what I mean? Absolutely is. Uh, last one for you. Always like to ask this when we have our, our Steelers legends, our Steelers alumni in here for interviews. What you up to now? What's your day-to-day look like? Man, day-to-day, I am really trying to focus on, you know, the mental aspect of uh, transitioning away from football and um, really just taking the extra step to, you know, help other people, other guys out in the mental space um, and just really trying to appreciate my work of bo- my, my, my mm-hmm. body of work that I produced and, uh, you know, day to day, day to day. Um, it's know. probably nice to be able to yeah. live instead of always thinking about the next practice yeah, or the next just, OTA or the next game. It's a different, it's a different, just really grasping the difference in, you know, playing football and not playing football is really where I'm into and, you know, family and Absolutely. just taking it slow, you know, taking it slow and, 
trying to work on losing some weight. You <laughs> well, you know, look great. Man, thank you. So just taking it slow, you know, and letting everything that comes to me that's supposed to come to me come to me. So I love it. I love it. Great attitude, great stuff. Rosie Nix, former pro bowler, back on campus today. Thank you so much for, for taking man, the time, and I hope, hope you enjoy seeing some old friends yeah, and some familiar it's faces. Gonna it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> We're going to get to a break here. When we come back, we'll have more on the other side as we get closer and closer to practice. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Things picking up here on the campus of St. Vincent College for another beautiful day of practice, the final weekend practice of this public uh, edition of Training Camp 2023 for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Wesley Euler with you here on the Steelers Blitz. Uh, enjoyed that conversation with Rosie Nix just a few minutes ago. We'll have the Honorable Dwayne Woodruff coming up here uh, very soon as well. Two, uh, two Steelers from two different eras. Got to love it. Um, as we roll along here today, reminder, no mozi today. He's got the day off. So I will get to your tweets at some point. I got a couple here already. At Wesley Euler is where you can find me. I'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions, anything here on campus, anything uh, about what we saw on Friday night. I was down there at Raymond James Stadium uh, taking it all in. And, of course, if you got any uh, any questions about the road up ahead as well, too, you know where to get at me if you want to get involved. Uh, I'm we, we talked more so because, I mean, this is how it tends to work, right? Uh, we talked a little bit more about the offense, particularly as this is a – listen, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the organization, I think, in all of sports most synonymous with defense, right? But when you have – just turned such a new page, a new leaf, writing a new chapter of this offense. Obviously, you know, last year being the first year in nearly two decades without Ben Roethlisberger and just all the turnover, all the young guys on that offense. Um, I mean, Deontay Johnson is, is the elder statesman on that offense in terms of guys who have been here, uh, you know, in the organization uh, for the longest. It's pretty crazy how much that's turned over. We We spent a lot of time talking about the offense, I think, leading up to Friday night throughout this training camp process. We'll continue to do so. You know, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Najee Harris, uh, that offensive line, Pat Fryermuth, just all these, um, you know, in, in large part, young guys that we're hoping take a massive step forward together. The offense has, has gotten a lot of attention, and we've given some uh, some observations, some discussion there about what we saw on Friday night. Uh, on the defensive side of the football as well, too, a lot to like. I think you got to love – what we saw from a guy like Quan Alexander, physical out there in his first uh, live action in the black and gold. The rookie, Nick Herbig, man, just continuing to polish up his games, adding pass rush moves to that repertoire. He can beat you physically. He can beat you with his athleticism. He can beat you mentally as well, too. We saw him giving that poor right tackle for the Bucks just fits off the line of scrimmage. Uh, another guy on that defense who I loved what we saw on Friday night was a Landon Roberts. Uh, just physical, thumper, able to uh, just create havoc in the backfield. And uh, you know what? I, I love the, the combination of what they have with Holcomb, with Quan Alexander, with Alandon Roberts. All those guys have some similarities, but they've also got um, their own unique traits as well, too. And for Alandon Roberts, man, there's some, some Vince Williams vibes there, right, of just a guy who plays downhill and can knock your block off and doesn't shy away from physicality. I really liked what we saw in the black and gold debut from Alandon Roberts. Here's what he had to say uh, after his first in-stadium action with the Steelers on Friday night. 
Um, honestly, like um, coming into the game, um, it just felt real good to be in a Pittsburgh uniform. You know, I'm just be very honest with you. Uh, putting the jersey on today felt real good. But once the game got started, uh, obviously, like you said, limited snaps. But for me, it was basically uh, trying to get in game mode. Uh, from a study standpoint, uh, adjustment standpoint. So when I wasn't in, was able to go to the sideline, get with the linebackers, get with the defense, seeing the type of adjustments that we're making, seeing, staying engaged in the game, seeing what uh, type of day Tampa wanted it to be and whatnot. Just just getting in my, the routine uh, of a game time situation. And um, like I said, I mean, action-wise was limited snaps, but just being engaged, um, taking a lot of mental reps, I was entombed in the game into the uh, fourth quarter. Huh? Not at all. Not at all. How did you feel like maybe when you were in the game, maybe what you saw when you were out, the operational things were meant with, you know, holding the linebacker, you were just getting the calls and the call and getting guys lined up in the right place. Yeah, it was very calm. Uh, you know, one thing about uh, us three, even including the other ones, uh, you know, everybody's kind of been in this situation. Uh, one thing that um, Mike T and um, the coaching staff do a great job of is putting us in them situations in practice. So uh, once the game time kind of came, it was just, it was just fluid. It was just real fluid and, and whatnot. And uh, like I said, uh, we all have to be uh, calm and we all have to do our job, communicate well, because that's, that's first and foremost. We've got to get the call in, got to communicate well so all the other guys can play fast because they depended on us. You guys had some hot days at St. Did that compare anything like this or was this a little more than maybe you experienced last few weeks? It was hot. It was, it, it was hot. You know, uh, I'm a Texas guy. Uh, I trained in offseason in Texas. Uh, I mean, obviously, I played in Miami for three years, so I was kind of used to it. I, I knew what that field was going to feel like and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, you just got to prepare for it. You know, you, you're going to have games like that. And like I said, I, I think uh, the couple of days that we did have uh, in training camp like that, that players was able to embrace it and just grind through it. And, I mean, it is what it is. Landon Roberts there. It certainly was what it was, that heat down there on Friday night in Tampa. Uh, Got to stay hydrated. Lots of waters, lots of Gatorades, lots of Powerades, body armors, Pedialyte, uh, liquid IV, whatever your form of hydration, uh, your preferred form is. It was all uh, taking place there on Friday night. Landon Roberts speaking after that game. Yeah, Texas boy who played in Miami. He's used to that. But some of us, not so much. But I mentioned this earlier in the High Noon Training Camp Report. That's important because, you know, don't look now, but the Steelers in, in what, about a month from now, a little over a month from now, they're going to be out in Vegas in September. And if you know anything about Vegas, you know anything about Nevada and the desert out there in September, it gets H-O-T. It gets H-A-W-T hot out there. So uh, maybe a good trial for the Steelers in that just uh, that crazy heat down there in Tampa. I was telling producer Justin during one of our breaks earlier, uh, we had uh, one of the Buccaneers employees. His name was Dan. Nice guy who was uh, kind enough to work with us as a spotter during the broadcast to, to help Billy Hillgrove um, 
and Craig Wolfley on, on the broadcast as a spotter, a guy who you know knows the Buccaneers roster really well and was able to help them identify some of the second and third and fourth string guys that are, that are lesser known there throughout the course of the broadcast. Uh, Dan was from New Jersey and has lived in Tampa for nine years, and I was talking to him uh, before we went on air, and I was like, man, like, is it always like this down here? And he looked at me and he said, Dude, I think these last couple of days have been the hottest it's been in the nine years that I've lived here. So it was uh, not just us. It was the, the locals, those who have lived down there in Tampa for a while, who, uh, who were saying it was, it was blistering as well, too. But like I said, all is well that ends well. Um, you know, no, no major issues from that. Everyone was able to stay hydrated, stay cool, and survive, and, uh, and able to keep it moving here for another day at St. Vincent College. Uh, looking at the defensive side of the football, Really liked what we saw from from James Pierre on Friday night as well too. I, I didn't realize this. So I was just looking at the at the uh, box score here, if you will. Nine tackles for Pierre on Friday. Dude was a tackling machine. Mark Robinson with four as well too. He played a lot of football. He was all over the place. Um, I really liked what we saw from DeMarvin Leal. We saw more of Kenny Robinson as he continues to fight to make this roster. Another guy uh, that we haven't talked about yet to this point. How about Keanu Benton, the rookie uh, defensive tackle out of Wisconsin uh, with two tackles in his uh, his in-stadium debut for the Steelers. Uh, Really like what we're seeing from him as well, too. You know, the interior of the defensive line, they don't get as much pop. They don't get as much recognition but man, you need those guys. Uh, particularly, we know the Steelers. It's been it's been a little hot and cold, right, over the last couple years in terms of uh, the run defense. The Steelers have done it really well at times. They've had other times where they've gotten gashed and they've struggled. I think a guy like Keanu Benton could go a long way into helping that immediately as a rookie. Uh, just 22 years old, six four, 309 pounds. He's a big dude, and I think you know you could say the same about Nick Herbig as well too. They've taken what we've seen here at camp. Um, the progression, the encouragement, the growth of those rookies, those both Wisconsin rookies as well too, right? Um, and and they compounded that. They built upon that. They let that shine through Friday night in stadium. You know, some guys, they do really well out here in practice. Then when the lights go on, they're not quite the same. Some guys are the opposite of that, right? Some guys struggle in practice. They don't look great. They're not as sharp. And then as soon as they step in between those white lines on a game day, they turn into a superstar, right? That that can work both ways. Um, both Benton, both Herbig, they've showed well here in camp. You've seen the progression week by week, practice by practice, from the ramp-up period to when the pads went on. And like I said, I think they built upon that. I think they solidified what we've seen. Um, you know, the eye test has 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 been a, a successful start for both of those guys here at camp. And then I think they went and did that Friday night in stadium as well, too. So a lot to like there, a lot to chew on. We'll continue to discuss that as we get you ready for practice here as well, too. We are about 20 minutes away from this Sunday show for your Pittsburgh Steelers. A uh, new leader in the clubhouse in terms of the first out onto the field today, Deontay Johnson and Minka Fitzpatrick were the first two out here, followed closely by Joey Porter Jr. and Cole Holcomb, who have been out here early every single day. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., good to see Obviously, he was held out uh, precautionary reasons uh, on Friday after uh, dealing with some some nagging issues. Well, he is here. He uh, looks to be a full participant. Looks fully dressed. He's got the helmet on. He's got the uh, you know the the shoulder pads and everything as well too. So it looks like uh, Joey Porter Jr. Hopefully, everything we saw on Friday was precautionary and uh, you know just giving him a few extra days here to rest up as the uh, as the rookie continues to go through the motions and. Uh, work on some of his 
his ball playing skills, as we've seen here just about every single day of camp from him so far. You got to love it. Uh, let's see anybody else here right out here right now. Mason Cole and Anthony McFarland making their way down here. Pat Fryermuth as well too. Kenny Pickett and Kendrick Green now jogging across the far side field as things are picking up here uh, this morning. This morning, pardon me, this afternoon on campus as we anticipate another uh, large crowd here. I tell you what, bleachers almost full. Let's say about 90% full at this point. Still, uh, you know, one or two, um, you know, you can find one or two seats together maybe, but that's about it. Um, just a few spots left in the bleachers. Left side hill and autograph hill are completely covered. A lot of people in the uh, the shade of the big trees over there. That's a nice veteran move by many of you here at St. Vincent. And then the uh, the field to the right of me, same thing. I mean, still a few spots to put your chair or your blanket down if you're on the way here right now listening to us. I don't want to discourage anybody from coming out here. You can still find a good spot, but uh, a another early ar arriving crowd, another big crowd here on the final Sunday. I'm sure we'll be into the thousands here as, uh, as a lot of you. Uh, this is kind of your last opportunity to take in this training camp setting in terms of uh, this edition of training camp, the public portion, of course, here at St. Vincent College as we near the home stretch. Practice today, off tomorrow on Monday, then back at it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that will be a wrap on uh, the again the St. Vincent College portion of training camp as we know this this grind does not stop as they continue to get ready for the regular season two more preseason games to go of course Saturday against the Buffalo Bills that one at home 6:30 at Akershire Stadium and then a you know a relatively quick turnaround from Saturday game to a Thursday game so not as bad as Sunday to Thursday but Saturday to Thursday August 24th down there in Hotlanta for the 7:30 kickoff on Thursday night against the Falcons at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where it just seemed like we were just there a few months ago. I mean, wasn't that, that was November or December, wasn't it, when the Steelers went down there and beat the Falcons last year, one of the coolest stadiums I've ever been in. We'll be back there in just a few weeks. Looking forward to that. Um, looking Really looking forward to going out to Vegas and L.A. this year as well, too, to see uh, Allegiant Stadium and SoFi Stadium, which I have been told are uh, – Maybe the two crown jewels of the NFL right now. That's that's what I was told by uh, by Dale Lolly and some of our other more uh, you know longer in the tooth uh, Steelers reporters and Steelers media and part of our game day crew and coverage and everything. They were telling me, hey, if you thought the Mercedes-Benz Stadium was nice, wait till we get out to LA. Wait till we get out to Vegas. So I'm looking forward to uh, to check a couple new uh, stadiums off the list as this season uh, rolls along. Here, it's all happening really quick. It'll be September 10th against those 49ers before we know it. Uh, and that's just how things move in the National Football League, right? Uh, for your Pittsburgh Steelers here as well, too. Uh, plenty plenty going on here on another busy day in campus. We've got the youth football team over on the far side making the tunnel, getting all the players hyped up and warmed up uh, as they run down here. Some offensive linemen meeting with some quarterbacks. We've got uh, we've got Kenny and Mason hanging out with uh, with Mason Cole and Kendrick Green right now. Mason Cole and Kenny working on some uh, some extra exchanges. Anthony McFarland there uh, going through the motions with those guys as well, too. Far side of the field, some more Steelers making their way down here as we get closer and closer to practice. It'll be the 13th public practice here for your Steelers on, uh, on like I said, what is just a, a beautiful, beautiful day here so far in Latrobe. Going to take a break when we come back on the other side. Dwayne Woodruff, Super Bowl champion, judge the honorable 
Dwayne Woodruff will join us as we uh, put a bow on the first hour of the Steelers Blitz here and get you ready for practice at 155. Wesley Euler solo today on the Blitz, but I got you guys with me at Wesley Euler. If you want to tweet me your questions, comments, concerns, and reaction about the preseason, about practice, about anything ongoing here, you know where to get at me if you want to get involved. It's all part of our ongoing training camp coverage here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back here on campus as we are getting closer and closer to practice, just about 15 minutes or so from now. Good amount of the team out here on the field getting some uh, work in before things really get going at 155. We'll paint the picture for you for the first hour of practice in the 2 o'clock hour before Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson hop in here. We are live until 6 o'clock today here on SNR, bringing you everything from the campus of St. Vincent College right now. Uh, happy to be joined by another one of our Steelers alumni, Steelers legends, Dwayne Woodruff. Is it the Honorable yes. Dwayne Woodruff? Is that correct? Yeah, I'm still judge, yep, for a little while longer. <laughs> for a little while yep. longer. Well, you gotta, you got to take it easy at some point, right? Well, you know what? It's, um, you, know, it's, it's, you, know, you, you really don't have time to, to really rest. Uh, you know, why, why do you want to rest? Sure. There are a lot of things to do, a lot of people to help, and, and I just want to be a part of that. And so, yeah, it's, I, you know, we, we work hard, and you know, all the good guys do, and I'm one of those guys. I know, you know, from, from Louisville to the Steelers, Super Bowl champion, right? Did you always want to, to be a judge? Did you always want to get into that realm when you were done with football, or was that something that, that wasn't until later on in life? That, that's something that came along. I, I never even thought about being, being a judge until the uh, you know, it, it came up. I can't even remember who actually mentioned it the first time uh, to me. I said, well, you know, uh, I've always been looking for something uh, to do with the rest of, rest of my life. You know, I've been practicing law for a good number, a number of years as well. And it seemed like, um, you know, being a judge is the next progression sure. uh, to be a part of. And so I said, you know, that might be, you know, pretty good for me. And, and uh, you know, it just worked out. And then, you know, particularly, you know, being here in, in Pittsburgh and Allegheny County. Sure, sure. Um, you know, I, I knew a, a number of judges as well. I enjoyed uh, listening to their stories, what they were telling me about <laughs> yeah. it as well. I said, well, you know, I think that that would be good. Uh, for me, and plus, it, it's a it's a position where you al uh, it allows you to really help the community, sure. uh, you know, improve what's going on, assist uh, particular families that are having a difficult time. I, w I wanted to be part of that solution as well. I, I love the passion. I love giving back. Yeah. So I got to ask, what was more difficult? Getting the law degree and passing the bar, or a Chuck Knoll training camp. <laughs> I, t I tell you what, uh, probably I I never ever even thought about you know uh, you know not getting my law degree or, or not working to get it done. There are many times out here when I'm on a football <laughs> What am I doing? What the heck is going on here? Why am I here? You know, uh, but, it, it, you know, both of them were, were, were uh, 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 satisfying, and, and, and I, you know, I couldn't give either one of them up at this particular time. You know, but I was much younger when I was playing out here. Sure. So uh, I didn't know as much as I did, you know, being a judge. So <laughs> maybe if I was smarter, who knows what would happen out here. <laughs> well, when you come back here to St. Vincent College, um, you know, it's funny. A, a lot of Steelers alumni, they love to come back here. Mm -hmm. Some, they, they want to stay away. You know, like I, I remember one time talking to, to Jack Ham, and I, I said to him, I said, Jack, I, I never see you out of Latrobe. I never see you at training camp. And he said, Wes, 
I spent over <laughs> a year of my life on that campus. I have no <laughs> yep. desire to go back. Yep. Yep. What what brings you back here? Well, you know, I was in, invited to come out and, and, you know, meet with the fans and talk to the fans and sign autographs, take pictures and different things. That's, that's why I'm here. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> uh, and on the way out here, as I was telling another group earlier, I almost turned around twice because it's, you know, the PTSD. It, it's, it, my heart starts to beat faster and faster. <laughs> I come out here. So this isn't the place for me to be. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's beautiful out here. It's much different than it used to be. You know, obviously, you know, you got stands and everything. Sure. And even down in the end zone, they have stands. You know, before there was nothing. And I'm looking out. Look at these beautiful lines I and know. numbers. Looks <laughs> there like, were no looks lines. Like, looks like Wimbledon out here, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? There were no lines and numbers on the, on the field. We were here. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's it's beautiful out here. And all the things they have for the uh, uh, the kids to come out here as, as well and enjoy uh, the time with their families. I mean, it's it, this, it, this is great. You know, back in the day. You know, none, none of this. And, and you didn't was, have the fancy it, weight room up was, there. You guys had it set up in the end, in the oh, end yeah. zones. They had it in the end zone, and then right inside this the first building right here, we had a little thing in there, and that, that was it. Uh, and we were out here for, you know, rookies seven weeks. Sure. Uh, of two days in pads, you know, that's different. You know, now, you know, it's, it's much, much different uh, out here. I could have played a couple more years. If it's like this, yeah. <laughs> if it was all collectively bargained, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. The practices oh, yeah. and, and everything that you yep. could have. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that that I always like to to ask the alumni about is just, you know, I think more so when you played, this was at least more common. Teams going away for training camp. Mm-hmm. Now, Steelers are one of only four organizations yeah. who do so, and uh, the Cow- the Cowboys are the only other ones that are more than just a couple. You know, the Chiefs and the Bills and the Cowboys are the other three. The Chiefs and the Bills just go a few miles away mm-hmm. from their facility. It's not, you know, 90 minutes away like right. it is here. It, we always like to hear about the real tangible benefit of, you know, going through the suffering together. You're not going home to your bed, to your families mm-hmm. in the evening. You're in the dorms. You're in the cafeterias together. Is is that something you can look back on and say, man, it, it really did bring us closer as a group? You know, I, I think so. Uh, you know, just the, the whole atmosphere, uh, uh, all you have to put in to, uh, together as, as a team, as individuals as, as well. You know, I mean, it's, you know, football is not an easy sport. It's, it's, it's difficult. You know, it's not like, you know, going out and playing, you know, baseball or basketball or something like that. I mean, physically, it's physically demanding. And to have your brothers with you going through the same thing, encouraging you, supporting you, and, and living in a, a, like a dorm style, uh, you know, this is this is something that, that's good. You get to know uh, an individual pretty pretty good. Bond you know, what, and adversity, right? Yes. And, yeah. and and knowing you know, are they going to be someone you can count on when it t- when it gets tough out there? When when the blank hits the fan, you know what what are they going to do? And and training camp uh, out here, and the way you're living out here, it's going to tell you tell you that. And so you need to, you need to understand that each individual what they're going to be able to do. So when you get on the football field, you have to have confidence that they're going to you know pull their weight sure. and you'll know, be in the position they're supposed to be trust in the person the on time. each yeah. side of you right you know because otherwise you, you can get embarrassed and that's the last thing anybody wants to do is get embarrassed in front of thousands hundreds of thousands of fans out, out here so Absolutely. you gotta you gotta know what your teammates are going to do all the time and you know uh, getting up in the morning going through the same tough schedule the rigorous schedule with with your teammates as well every position I mean that that really helps you understand the individuals that you're playing with, sure. uh, and and how you're going to continue to to improve your game as well based on what they're doing. You you mentioned that trust factor. If I'm correct, right? You won the Super Bowl your rookie season. Correct. 
So, right. I mean, that had to be – for you to go from college to the draft to that seven-week training camp that, that you were talking mm-hmm. about to, to being a contributor and winning the Super Bowl, I mean, that, that had to be a whirlwind of a, of a year of a process for you. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it was uh, unbelievable. Uh, you know, and they had just won the Super Bowl the year before. Sure. So, you know, I had an idea once I made the football team – you know, uh, where we were going to be or at least have the opportunity uh, to, to get back to the Super Bowl again that, that year. And it was, uh, uh, you know, it, it's something that you dream about as, as a kid, uh, but to be living it and seeing it happen, uh, I mean, that's, that's another, another story. Uh, but it was, uh, uh, it was something I don't think was unexpected for that team. You know, I think we, we met the expe- expectations that we were going to go through. Uh, and it was just a, a beautiful to be a part of that uh, as well. So, I mean, you know, you, you look at my career, and, and particularly on the defensive side, you know, all the Hall of Famers I, I played with. You know, I was just – I had a meeting and a discussion in a group with uh, Mel Blunt. You know, he was on one corner. Rod Woodson came in later. He was on, on a corner. Donnie Shell's hall in yep. the Hall of Fame. Yep. Uh, we should have more than that. LC should be in the yep. Hall of Fame uh, as well. Uh, and I think eventually, you know, he'll get in – uh, more on, uh, uh, posthumously and mm-hmm. on the old side, but I think he'll get in as well. I mean, how do you uh, be a defensive lineman, a star defensive lineman like that, uh, and win four Super Bowls yeah. <laughs> and not be mentioned? Well, because too many Steelers, right? Yeah. That's what that and was that's, that's period. Of, oh, there's that too many hear. Steelers too many. going in. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it's just uh, great uh, being part of that and experiencing that, uh, and you know, being a uh, being one of the kids at that time. Uh, to to uh, go through something like that is just unbelievable. One of the guys that I wanted to ask you about too, I, I do believe you had a year crossover with with Jerry Moon Mullins. Is oh, that yeah. is that oh, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He was just enshrined by the Steelers into the Hall of Honor mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago yes. out here at yeah. training camp. So mm-hmm. just any memories of him sharing a locker room with him? What his you know veteran mentorship <laughs> to you as a young guy? You know, you know what? I promised Moon I wouldn't tell everything I know about him, <laughs> uh, so I can't, I can't tell that. But you know, he was just one of those guys uh, that you know. Uh, very good at his job, knew what he was supposed to do, and that's what he did. He wasn't a flashy kind of guy, you know, but he was going to be tough, and uh, he was going to meet any challenge that, that he faced. And it was great having guys like that, you know, on the football sure. team that, you know, he's not going to back down. You know he's going to, you know, uh, perform and do his job better than any, anybody else. And, and, you know, those guys, when you, when you get 11 of them together on the football field, uh, that's a force. And he was, he was one of those. I can't uh, c- congratulate him uh, anymore. You know, so uh, definitely an honor, well-deserved, and it was just an honor to play with him. Absolutely. Uh, last one for you here. Uh, we always like to ask this. Do you have – like when you hear St. Vincent, when you hear Latrobe or training camp, is, is there a I first – I shiver. I <laughs> shiver. <laughs> after, the, after the cold sweats go yeah. away, right, is there a, a – standout memory, maybe something that happened on the field, something in the dorm rooms, just something that you always like to laugh and reminisce upon, a, a lasting memory, one that maybe isn't, you know, miserable, suffering, blood, sweat, and tears out on the field. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there are actually a lot. And, and the guys are telling you there aren't any. There, there are a lot. But I can't, I can't – we're on the radio. Oh, sure, so sure. I, I can't – you know, the, the all, PG, all those things, the I can't, PG I can't edition. say anything. <laughs> but the, the one thing that, that I remember – you know, uh, quite distinctively uh, was uh, uh, what we call the Turk. It's the guy that comes and, you know, when he, he knocks on your door and he wants you to bring the playbook with you. You know, those, you know, and I remember sitting in, in my room, you know, I had a room on the graveyard side, which is a cooler side. And, you know, you just sit there and you, you don't see him because, you know, you don't want to. Uh, I always have my sure. door open, but I wasn't 
you know, one to be looking up and down the hall <laughs> because I didn't want him to come and my door be closed and people hearing him knock on my sure, door. Sure, sure. I wouldn't just come in or just, you know, wave to me to come. <laughs> you know, but, I, you know, you, you could hear him coming down the hall knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know. Bring your playbook. Bring your playbook with you. And you know what that means, you know, bring your playbook because you're getting ready to get released. At, looking at, for at another day. line of work. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's the one thing I remember, you know, about, about training camp. Uh, you know, uh, you know, so so much. You know, just listen to the, you know, walking down the hall, listening to those door knocks, and you just hope, you know, how close they get closer and closer and closer. Then if you don't hear it from out a while, it seems like he passed your door up. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're happy about that. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. Dwayne Woodruff, twelve years with the Steelers, Super Bowl champion. Thank you so much for taking the time. Hey, Wes, and I, I hope you enjoy yourself you. on campus uh, today. Certainly will. I'll try not to forget about exactly where I am. Uh, but uh, I love you know not too many chills or shivers when, down it, there. when it's over you know when the seat when they get back and they go in and down to uh I guess it's it's not it used to be uh what's the name of the stadium Acrisure Acrisure yeah okay I, I got to get used to saying too. that I know I know. Acrisure <laughs> you know and then it really gets good for me that's know? right so, that's right, right. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a break here when we come back practice will be well and underway we'll paint the picture for you in the final hour of the show wesley euler here on campus it's all part of our ongoing training camp coverage on steelers nation radio you've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project a bigger brighter kitchen a fabulous new fence the possibility of a pool there's so much you would do if only you could the good news with an ST home equity total line of credit you can We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 